When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. Talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Oh, we're here. It's the Sharp Tongue Podcast and our new intro. How exciting is that? And I got my, where are my chimes? They're here somewhere. Hold on. I told you guys about those before. Those are my grandma Betty Boop's chimes. When she passed away, we went in and took all the shit out of her house. That's what people do. That's the macabre tradition. Grandma's gone. Grab her stuff. <laughs> Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. What am I drinking, you ask? I like to have a couple cocktails while I talk to you guys. Um, I am drinking Oregon wine, Pinot Noir, made in Oregon. Get it? It's called Oregon, like our, like us, A-G-A-N. And it's pretty delicious, I have to say. At Oregon Cellars, we don't take wine too seriously. After a hectic, hurricane-like day, we sit back, kick off our sneakers, let down our hair, I put mine up in a bun, and pour a glass of this Oregon Pinot Noir. We invite you to do the same. Well, uh, I don't have sneakers on, and I don't take my hair down, I put it up, that's how I relax. And uh, the one thing I will do is enjoy a little bit of this wine. Hold on. I just got it all over the table. I can never pour wine without that little bit, that little fucking drip drop. You guys know what I'm talking about. That little son of a bitch that creeps down the bottle and just goes down to the table and then your whole goddamn day is ruined. (laughs) I got so many goodies in the mail this week. One uh, package of goodies that I got that I'm very excited about are the Sunday Scaries which are CBD gummies for anxiety, the remedy that makes anxiety not so scary. You have to check them out on Instagram. Their marketing is just impeccable. I am inspired by their Instagram presence, and I'm excited to try their gummies. I'm going to give some to Nance to help her relax, and my sister. Everyone's got goddamn anxiety, right? We all have got anxiety, hence the wine. Literally, I got wine, CBD gummies, in a joint ready to go, <laughs> and it's fucking Tuesday. <laughs> Just the universe is trying me. It's trying me so hard. I don't know if you guys listened last week, but I told you about that. That I was just going to say subway sign, that religious sign that I saw in Utah that said 855-4-TRUTH that said, if you die today, where will you spend eternity? Well, the past couple of days, you know, eternity isn't sounding so bad. I got to be honest, even though it sounds creepy just in general, but we're going to call those fuckers today. Like I told you last week, we're going to call and get some goddamn answers. I went to their website, the website for this billboard, and boy, is it something. We're going to get to that in a second. But uh, my, did I tell you guys, not like you can answer, but hey, this is just a conversation with me, right? Did I tell you how I crashed into a boulder in a parking lot last week? (laughs) I need wine. Hold on. Mm. This wine is delicious. Oh, God, once it hits your lips. Mm. I can't stand when people go wine tasting. I, I'll, listen, I will fuck up a wine tasting in a good way. Take me to Napa, okay? I've been there twice with my sister, and it's a goddamn delight, but I can't stand when people are wine tasting and they go like this. 
and then have the audacity to spit it out. I, look, I'm not anywhere near an alcoholic. I've been near many alcoholics, and I've been close to being an alcoholic. But right now in my life, not even a possibility. But there's no way I would spit out any wine in my mouth. I got to be honest. I don't even know if somebody had drank the wine, spit it from their mouths into my mouth, that I would honestly say that I could spit it out. I think I'd still drink it. (laughs) Especially after crashing into a boulder in a parking lot that did $4,600 worth of damage to my fucking Range Rover. Oh, this is why you don't drive quote-unquote luxury vehicles. Keep the Prius. Keep the junker. Drive it into the ground. Unless you got a classic car that you take care of, listen, it's not worth it. Now, I have insurance. My deductible's a thousand freaking dollars, and guess what? I don't have a car rental policy under my insurance policy. Guess how long it's going to take to fix my car? A month. Hi. Hi, I'm Jesse May. I arrived via Camelback. <laughs> That's the way I'm just going to go to all my meetings this week on Llama. <laughs> Can you imagine? I roll up to my, my agents at CAA, like one of maybe the best agencies in the world to be repped at, and I'm on a fucking alpaca. <laughs> I'm riding the back of an emu like a teeny jockey. It's 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 the uh, what's that thing? Derby, home Derby Cup. What do they call that thing with the horses? God, I don't watch any sports, and I love horses so much. You'd think I'd pay attention to that. The thing with the fancy fucking hats, you guys. It, the, what is it called? Everybody goes with the the fancy horse racing. I got. I'm literally googling googling. <laughs> Fancy horse racing with the hats. <laughs> oh my god! I needed. I really needed to talk to you guys so bad. I missed you so much. Uh, I'm not getting any answers. Google hates me right now. The Derby. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I just part. Pretty fancy, like the nothing is coming up. The Kentucky Derby, son of a cunt. You guys knew what I was talking about. There's Breeders' Cup. Look at all these are coming up now. That <laughs> seriously, um, why, why did I even bring up the the Derby in the first place? <laughs> it's been a long week. <laughs> the Kentucky Derby. Holy hell. You know, listen, sometimes you got it, sometimes you don't. Today's one of those days where you're like, God, I got it. Don't got it. Left it at home. Sorry. But I arrived here on an ostrich. <laughs> they have like ostrich race, racing. I'm going to literally just go to my gigs. No, I don't need an Uber. I got a pack of alpaca that are going to take me like some sort of mystical Santa Claus down the street to my meeting. I'll be fine. I just, I'm without a car. I got a. I'm I'm trying to be a bitch on a budget. That's going to be my new YouTube show for you guys where I offer you budget advice uh, through my experience and how to save money. Because, you know, we spend way too much money. I've been looking, I look at all this shit I have in my closet. You ever do this where you go into your closet and you look at everything and you just, just kind of guesstimate how much money is in there? Like if you could replace it with money, you would. Like, you're like, I don't need... Literally, I had 10 pairs of Nike sneaker heels. 10! I got two feet. On a, on a good month, I'm only wearing two pairs. You know what I'm saying? In, in all the bags and the fancy shit. Oh, boy, do we love buying fancy shit. When's the last time you got invited to a cocktail hour? Never. How about that, Bethany? Ever. Are you kidding me? I, we women were infamous for buying the outfit for just in case, just in case I get invited to a Moroccan themed day beach party <laughs> as opposed to the Moroccan themed night beach party. That's a totally different ensemble. 
I mean, at one point, I remember I was cleaning stuff out. It was, this is years ago when I lived with a boyfriend years ago. I was cleaning stuff out, just getting rid of stuff. I've pr- I purge all the time. That's how much shit I have. I've literally done like 15 different purges, like in a, in a massive amount of clothes come out of that. I was purging and hanging stuff up just to see what I wanted and, and what I wanted to get rid of. And in the interim of me doing all that, our upstairs neighbor came down to ask us something, something random. My boyfriend opens the door and she looks in and all my stuff is hanging everywhere. And she goes, oh, d- does your girlfriend work in the circus? <laughs> Like, literally. (laughs) This girl thought I worked in the circus because of my ensemble, because of my unnecessary wardrobe. And Gary V, I don't know if you guys follow Gary V. He's on on Instagram. He's kind of like a motivational guy. Uh, one of my new favorites, I kind of go to his page to get a little inspiration. He said something very interesting. Let me see if I can play it for you guys on his page about like stuff and, and people's attachment to it. And and I even have, you know, my opinions about stuff and, and our attachments to worldly things, kind of like, you know, a little bit Buddhist. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of a Buddhist life. A little bit of a Buddhist outlook because you look at all the shit you got and you're thinking about the money you could have and what you could do with that money and save. And you guys are probably like, oh, Jesse May, you're a famous person. You're a celebrity. You're rich. Listen, while I do work and make decent money, I have expenses and bills and I'm also building for my future. And and you have to think, you have to think like a poor person <laughs> if you want to get rich. But he said stuff about stuff. Let me see if I can tune this up so we can hear it. Right here. Let's see. Here we go. Oh, wait. No, this is something different. Hold on. There's so many. God, he puts a lot of videos out. Here we go. Stuff yeah. is makeup and band-aids for unhappiness. Man, stuff, stuff yeah. is makeup and band-aids for unhappiness. Man. Stuff is makeup and band-aids for unhappiness. And ain't that true? You ever just think, I don't, mm, man, I'm having a shitty day. I'm going to go to Marshall's. And you feel uh, 10 times better that you bought a bunch of plaques with inspirational quotes that you can hang above your bed to remind you to always kiss me goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff is makeup and band-aids for unhappiness. It's so simply put. I'll tell you what I, what I said. Let's see if you guys can appreciate this. Sometimes here's a little thing about me that not many people know. I enjoy writing and I enjoy sad music. Not, I mean like singer songwriter stuff. And I enjoy introspection and serious stuff more so than people would think, you know, a a lot of comedians are like that. This is what I wrote about kind of something under the same zeitgeist of stuff. It's a, it's about letting go. We have to let go of our relationship with holding on. The only item you own is your body. And even that has to be given back to Mother Earth. <laughs> this, is, this is why we can't have nice things. I try to be. I try. I'm trying so hard to be serious. And I said, Mother Earth. <laughs> I sounded like, I sounded like the dude from, oh my God, that really funny short actor from fucking Princess Bride with the lisp. What was his name? Oh my God. I got to Google all this stuff. Princess, I don't have a card catalog of this shit in my head. Maybe, remember he had a lisp? Wallace Shawn. That's what his name was. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> Guys, don't make fun of me. I'm trying to show you my serious side. I feel really vulnerable. Okay. Let me take another drink of wine. Hold on. This will help. Okay. Because we still have to call the Jesus, the Jesus people. Okay. God, I'm so nervous. All right. We have to let go of our relationship with holding on. The only item you own is your body. I already fucked it up. (laughs) We have to let go of our... I need to let go of trying to hold on to getting this right. 
We have to let go of our relationship with holding on. I'm going to try and read this without laughing. Oh, this is so, like, this is, like, really vulnerable. The only item you own is your own body, and even that has to be given back to Mother Earth once this life ends. Our bodies are on loan from the universe. That leaves you with your soul. Your soul is the only carry-on you have in this life and beyond. Treat that right, and all the worldly attachments we have grown to need will seem superfluous. (laughs) Who's that? Using superfluous. Is that a four syllable word? Yes, it is, Alex. I'll take, I didn't go to college for 300. Thank you and you're welcome. I got through it. Man, see, sometimes for comedians, it's hard for us to be serious. I know it's been an issue in my relationship. Sometimes I'm not serious enough. And I get told that I need to like, you know, be serious. So I tried and I laughed because I was totally vulnerable and felt nervous and felt you guys judging me through the podcast waves. I need to take a hit of this joint. Hold on. I've got my Kush Queens rolling papers that are adorable. They have skulls and roses on them. I don't know if they're healthy to smoke. Probably not. So hopefully they are. Are they Kush Queens? There we go. Now I can read my speeches a little bit better. I thought that was pretty good, though. Is that decent? You know, I try and... And be a serial once in a while. Is that is that so bad? <laughs> Obviously it is. Because <laughs> I can't even fucking handle it. Oh, my God. And, you know, so it's just all of this stress for my car. It's a worldly possession. You know, I, I just have to let it go. Like, literally, I'm just not going to pick it up because it's so expensive. <laughs> I'm going to show up on my Mastiff, my Italian Mastiff, and just have a saddle on and be like, hey, we're good. We don't need the car. Keep the car, okay? You just keep it. Go ahead and keep it. And, like, the dude, the dude at the car body shop, this is one thing I can't stand about mechanics. It's so hard to find a good mechanic. Look at ladies, if you're going to date dudes, four criteria, dentist, gynecologist, mechanic, and a CPA. That's all. Find one of those guys and do some research and find some family members that cover the other bases in those careers, and you'll be all set. That's what you should be going for. Or become one of those yourself, marry one of the other three, and then you're halfway through. You're good. You might need a veterinarian if you're a dog lover. Because I'll tell you, bringing my dogs to the vet is very fucking expensive. Just for a checkup last year, it was like $1,100. I was like, what? This is just check their buttholes and make sure that their nails are not long? Like, how much to get rid of all of them? Would that bring us down to zero? Where are we at now? <laughs> how much to euthanize two of the three? Will, I owe, will you owe me money? <laughs> I mean, damn, it's just, it's, living is expensive. When you live in this westerly culture, it's expensive. It just It comes with a lot of accessories. This existence, this society comes with a lot of accessories. And we're, we're born to think if we don't have certain stuff, well, you're not a part of society. You don't got those new Yeezys? What did you just say? Do you have allergies? Are you describing uh, some sort of disease What did you just call me? Yeezys? His shoes were like $1,000, and they were horrific. You think he made them in a place where child labor laws are up to code? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, you you just we're in the society where you got to have the fancy footwear and the latest hairstyle, the nice car. I mean, hello, I drive a Range Rover. I'm I'm, I'm not one to talk. We're part of the society. You got to have fancy clothes. You got to be wearing the latest. You wearing the newest jacket? Speaking of, there's this really cute Adidas jacket that I want. I need it. I need it. But Gary V is right. They're just band-aids and makeup to unhappiness. Now, is that me saying I'm an unhappy person? No. I am not an unhappy person. But I also think moments of unhappiness are okay. They can be perspective. They can be perspective. And they can teach you a little bit about what you should and should not be taking for granted. I think that is a, is a problem. We take a lot for granted, especially in the society where we get whatever we need. <clears throat> I had a delicious chicken torta today. Went to the gym. I was hungry. You know what I did? I got food. Not everybody, not everybody gets past that. Some people are just at hungry, and then they don't get to the next step. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having to really wait for your food? Can you imagine actually having to hunt your food with your bare fucking hands? 
can you imagine having to like, I can't even, I I have three dogs. They rule my life. I can't, I let spiders go. I couldn't like, I felt shame and guilt for a week after hooking one fish during my RV extravaganza vacation. I couldn't, if I had to kill my food to survive, I honestly, I think I'd be gone in a week. (laughs) We take so much, we take our, our, the ease of hunger for granted. Just the, the luxury that we have to be in a society where we can satiate our hunger. That's not, that we sometimes forget that that's not a right. Not in this climate. We're in a dangerous climate, man. The, the divide between the haves and the have-nots is widening. And, and we're, we're going towards a place where we're going to have to go back and learn how to fucking hunt. I better go over to Joe Rogan's house a couple days and learn how to kill a coyote with a bow and arrow. That son of a bitch sits up in a, one of them thingies that you sit in, and he's, he's hunting things in his, wild, in his backyard. <laughs> he's got, like, chickens. He was hunting a coyote from his like bedroom window with a bow and arrow. I mean, I know where I'm going when the apocalypse hits. I'm going to Joe Rogan's house. <laughs> when I get hungry and all of our, you know, inner societal systems shut down, when the when we go off grid and the power breaks down and our sanitary system breaks down and electrical breaks down and Wi-Fi is gone, I'm going to Joe Rogan's house in a camouflage hoodie in a fork. <laughs> Cause you know I'm not gonna be killing anything. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the coyote whisperer. I'm gonna go up to them after Joe Rogan has stabbed him through the heart with the with the bow. Is it the bow or the arrow? No, it's obviously the arrow because the bow is the thing. And I'm gonna be just like whispering, like it's okay. You can let go now. <laughs> you can let go now. <laughs> oh my god, that reminds me of something so funny that happened. <gasps> <clears throat> Can you ever drink wine too fast? <coughs> Damn, that went right into my soul. One something funny. This just when I was just saying, you can let go now. To the coyote made me think of when I was at my sister's camp this past summer. My sister has this little dog, Gia. Did I tell you guys this? I may have. Uh, my brother-in-law, her husband, calls Gia shit stain because she's like a three-pound dog. She's, you know, a pure silky terrier or Yorkshire terrier, and she's got silky hair. And her tail is black. And anytime you ask my sister why her tail is black, she says, well, that's the braid standard. She's got one of those dogs that's like $5,000. Meanwhile, my three dogs with all their emotional problems cost me like a buck fifty total. Get your shit. Listen, bitch on a budget coming at you live. So one day we were at camp. <laughs> this is this past summer. And her and I are just hanging out on the deck. It's sunny. It's beautiful. And like off in the distance, we can see Gia, her little dog, like, acting weird in the grass like just she she just looked weird like her movements weren't normal and I was like what is Gia doing my sister's like I don't know she looks she looks strange right and I was like yeah so I got up and I walked closer and I'm standing over her and she her mouth is open and she's like shaking her head back and forth she almost looked like a zombie dog she's like just shaking her head back and forth and she couldn't close her mouth and I was like oh I don't know Em this doesn't look good (laughs) me Instant, just doomsdayer. This shit's not going to be good. Even though I'm a hopeless optimistic, sometimes in certain situations, I'm like, it's all going to shit. I was like, this is not looking good. And Emily's like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, I don't know. This doesn't look good. And I get down on my hands and knees, and I'm like, I don't know, Em. She's got her jaw, jaws, her, she's got locked jaw. I think she's stroking out. <laughs> I think she's dying i said to my sister it went from zero to she's dying in two seconds do i have a veterinarian degree no i don't last time i checked i don't but my sister who's literally been my first audience member has been so easily convinced my whole life i can convince her of anything and i wasn't trying to convince her but she just believes everything i say she was like what what don't tell me that don't say that i'm like yeah i think she's dying em i think she's dying this reminds me of Fozzie Bear. This is exactly what happened. She's stroking out. <laughs> I told her. Her dog was stroking out. 
in my defense, she looked just like Fozzie looked the day he died in my arms. Okay? So I did have some point of reference. I wasn't just, you know, pulling this out of my ass. I was like, look at her. She's got lockjaw. That's a sign of stroking out. And Emily's like, what? My sister starts crying. She's like, what? I'm like, you should come over and hold her. That's what she would want. I, this literally is what I'm saying to my sister because I'm thinking her dog is dying. I'm like, come hold her. Come hold her. She's going into the light. You got to let her hear your voice. <laughs> my sister comes over. <laughs> like she's stroking out, Em. This is it. I said, this is it. <laughs> and she is on the ground. <laughs> And my sister gets down to hold her. I'm like, just let her hear your voice. <laughs> just whisper to her. That's all you can do. She's stroking out. <laughs> and my sister gets her head down near her dog's head. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. And then my sister looks and pulls a stick out of her throat. <laughs> oh, just a stick. Whew. That was close from stroking out to just a stick. Hi, I'm Jesse May. I'm offering veterinarian services for a buck ninety nine. You better guess where that decimal point is. It's behind the last nine. That's right. We offer a high quality, very fancy <laughs> Kentucky Derby cut style veterinary services. <laughs> Hi. I, I don't I don't have a car. I'm a veterinarian. I, I ride my animals to work. <laughs> I mean it's just like <laughs> ridiculous. It's just it's just absolutely ridiculous. So that's what it made me think of when I was talking about being a coyote whisperer. What I would do to an animal that dies. I'm very empathetic and I'm very sensitive to animals. I'm very very sensitive. I can hear them talking. Can you imagine? I, I did this segment on Girl Code um, with a pet psychic. And this lady spoke to Fozzie Bear, my late great Fozzie Bear. And she basically said that Fozzie Bear thinks I'm a slut. And I didn't argue with her. You know what? I did not argue with her. (laughs) This was years ago and it was hilarious. Uh, It's on YouTube. It's called Girl Code Tries and Jessie Mae with a Pet Psychic. If you guys want to check out the video, it's really funny. I'll see if I can attach some audio to the end of this episode. It might work out, but the visual is much needed to see. We have to call these guys. Do you want you guys want to call these um the the religious people and see if we can't try and uh make some sense of where I'm going to spend eternity cuz I'm sure you guys want to know. Let me see if I can call them. It's 8554 truth. So to to recap, last week I talked about a sign that I passed that said, if you die today, where will you spend eternity? And I thought, well, that's a really fucking heavy question to ask on a highway when people are driving 75 miles an hour. I mean, I can barely handle when there's a Cracker Barrel ad on the side of the highway. I almost drive off the fucking highway thinking about that hot chicken. Now I got to worry about where I'm spending eternity? I'm going to call these motherfuckers. Hold on. Here we go. Let me get this. 8554-TRUTH. Fuck, I got to spell now. Fuck, hold on. Here we go. Let me just get this here. I gotta set this up, son of a bitch. So you guys can hear it. Fuck. That's what happens when you drink wine. When you're doing your podcast. I got a new desk and there's so much shit on my desk. I keep telling myself it looks like Einstein's desk when he passed away. Apparently he had a lot of stuff on it. So I'm just going for that genius factor. You know, it's just... Uh, I got to have a lot of stuff on it because that's what geniuses do. And I did go to the school of the gifted. So you're welcome, America. (laughs) I'm going to tell this guy that I'm smoking pot and drinking wine. How long do you guys think it'll take for him to hang up on me? Okay, here we go. Hold on. Let me read. I got to call this. Oh God, my jewelry's in the fucking way. Son of a bitch. Here we go. Here, let's see. Can you guys hear this? Put it on. Hold on. Here we go. Let's see. What the fuck did I do? Am I still rolling? <laughs> <laughs> this has just been a tough day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, here we go.
Hold on. Son of a bitch. Okay, that's better. Ready? 855. F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H. God, that seems like a lot of no letters. Let's see if this works. For gospelbillboards.org. Oh, it works. Para Español, Marque Nueve. To speak with someone on our phone team about your questions or spiritual needs, press zero to learn more about gospel. If you know the extension number of the phone team member you would like to speak with, you may dial it at any time. I don't Otherwise, know. you may hold for the next available team member. Oh, my God. I got to hold for this Jesus? This call may be monitored or recorded. This is hilarious. Please listen to a brief explanation of truth while we connect your call. Oh, shit. It's brief? Have you ever asked yourself these questions? Can I really know what is true? What will happen to me after I die? What? Who is Jesus? These are very important questions. That's what I'm saying. Good evening. I'm Howard with Gospel Billboards. How are you this evening? Hi, Howard. How are you? I'm good. That's good. I'm good. Can you what hear me? What is on your mind? Um, Star billboard and have a question. Yes, I do. I have a question. I'm curious. Okay. I was driving in Utah, and I saw a billboard on the opposite side of the highway. It said, "If you die today, where will you spend eternity?" What does that mean? I guess just what it says. Like. Um, do you know what etern what is eternity like? What what does eternity mean? Like w religious in religious terms, what, how do you equate eternity or measure it? It's the eternity of the soul. Eternity we, of the we soul. Have, uh, well, we we are spiritual beings. Yes. That's that's what it means. We we didn't come from nowhere. We were created, created by God. In Genesis, it tells us that we were given life by the breath of God that he breathed into the nostrils of man the breath of life and man became a living soul never to die i mean never to cease to exist i should put it that I way i was going to say well that sounds kind of nice uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> never to die i feel like i was like isn't that eternity yeah well i mean we we will die physically of course did you say something about nostrils the the the, the real person is the spirit of the person, the soul. Okay. That which, that which gives it character and personality and expression and intelligence and thought processes that causes you to ask me questions. Your body is not asking, your, your mouth is speaking, but that which drives you to ask me a question is that which is eternal about you. Your intelligence, you're a moral creature. You think, you reason. And uh, so that's the you. That's the me part. And so uh, yes. where... And that's what will live eternally. Where is eternity the same? Like, is there one eternity? Like, are there multiple eternities? Like, here's a question, a serious question. It sounds like a joke. Will I be in the same eternity as somebody who's rich and does a lot of work and does a lot of good stuff like Oprah? Like, will I be in the same eternity as her? <laughs> well... I'll leave Oprah where she is. Um, I don't know if uh, I can afford an Oprah eternity. <laughs> well, I, like I say, I'll leave that. I'm gonna. I'm going to say this: you and Oprah and myself will stand before God just the same. I don't care what uh, we may have been in life. We will stand before Him as the Judge of all the earth and be judged according to what we have done, the deeds done in the body. The Bible says. For uh, it, it is appointed unto men once to die, and after this, the judgment, the Bible says. That means physical death. We know that we, we can't avert death. No, we, we cannot. Put it up, we may put it off by healthy living, by medicines, by whatever, but we can't avert it. But we can improve Nothing our eternity improve. afterlife with what we do in this life. And I'm going to say, I don't know about you, Howard. But between you and I, we both know Oprah's definitely getting through those gates before you and I. <laughs> that she's... Oh, no, no. I, I, I mean, like that's your what I'm expression. saying. Like, 
how can you? Oh, like I so, want to tell you that Oprah has Oprah has no more uh, credentials uh, personally as far as a soul and a spirit than you or I, or opportunity, I should say. You have just as much opportunity as I do, and I do, and you do as much as Oprah does. Really? Whoever. Well, okay, can I take um, it a step Trump, further? Whoever. I'm going a step further, Howard. Okay. What about someone like Mother Teresa? Well, she will stand before God, or did, just like you and I, and will give an answer according to the deeds done in the body. Uh, Mother Teresa was a wonderful person that did wonderful things in life. But we come to God only, uh, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So our entrance into the eternal realm will be determined where we spend eternity according to the written word and the living word, which is Jesus Christ, who will judge us. Jesus and sounds very confident. Mother, he reminds me of my ex-boyfriend. Just a minute. Whether it's Mother Teresa or you or I, we will stand there. The big question today for all of us is what we do with Jesus Christ. We cannot ignore him. We can reject him or we can accept him, but we can't throw him into the trash pile because he is there for us to make disposition in our mind as to what we'll do with him. How do we know it's a he? I know this is such a big question. How do we know it's a he? Because the, the, the scriptures tell us that. All of the expressions in relation to the Godhead are in the masculine. Why do you think that, Howard? Uh, in your opinion. Because the Bible says so. The but scriptures it, tell us that. But beyond the scripture, in your personal opinion, why would you think... Do you think because there's Mother Nature, so maybe Mother Nature has that, like that's feminine, and so God is masculine to encompass all of it? Or or is it like... But the, where does the term Mother Nature come from? Did God make that too? Uh, no. Well, all that is in nature was created by God. But why do you call her Mother Nature created. and not Father Nature? Well, that is probably the term that God has given to nature. It is neither a masculine nor a feminine. It is substance. That's all. Probably, nature you know, I bet you he, he probably thinks because a woman, we know how to keep stuff nice. We know how to decorate and keep things nice. You have an you have an active imagination and a good mind. Well, I'm I'm, in, I'm intrigued by all this, and and yeah. I want to ask the right questions because. Well, I I took a two month road trip and I saw a lot of your billboards and and honestly this question jarred me a little bit because like you never know when you're gonna die Howard you never know that can, right. death creeps That's up right. on you like a fart in a library you never know when it's gonna where it's gonna come from and uh, we're all a little yes that is that uh, this question is the pivotal question the central question of our life. What do you think eternity looks like? Oh, how am I, how am I supposed to answer that question? That, that's what I call a rather nebulous question. Nebulous. Um, Good word, Howard. How, how does, what does eternity look like? Well, you think it's personal? I can't describe it. You, you sit and try to think as a creature of time, of something that is timeless. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. When, so when did time begin? Time has no beginning or end. Well, hold it. Okay. Time, time, the word time suggests or denotes a beginning and an ending. Time, time, time. That means there's going to be a beginning and an ending. Guys, I God put them on mute. I'm getting so drunk. There is no time <laughs> in eternity. I think time began shall we say, when man was created, or maybe when man fell from grace. I think man, would, mankind, humankind, would have been eternal and never have died had they not sinned. Because the Bible says, death came by sin. He just said says. And by the transgression of the law. And when, you guys all know you're sinning right now. sinned in the garden, God put a time limit on and did not let them eat of the tree of life because they would have lived eternally in a fallen state. But he put a termination to man 
at that time in, initially. Yeah, why'd he do that? Why wouldn't he just let us live in eternity in general? Like, why do you have to give us time? Well, well let, me, let me explain it this way. He wouldn't have, I don't think. When man was perfect, that was his intention. Just almost knocked my bottle but of wine over. But when man sinned, there, and... But God yep. knew we'd sin. Listen, if God yep. made us, he would have known we were going to sin. So it's almost like God is gambling with humans. It was an act of mercy when God put a termination to the thing. It was an, actually an act of grace and mercy that he allowed, that he brought an end to these things because man would have li lived eternally in a fallen state. And we couldn't have handled it. We couldn't have and, handled and it. And with them. With the misery that is in the world, yeah, that, you know, to have lived eternally in this in this condition. Let me tell I you, mean, Howard, I've had a, a bad week myself. There is a lot of life that is really good. I mean, I really enjoy life, and I know you do. I love life. We have it good. We have it good in our country, but you know about the misery that's in the world as well as I do. And if we would get very, very sick, yeah, it's my sister. We would be glad that there would be a termination to it. So, it's an act of mercy that God brought strike it brought out, Howard. Time into being, shall we say? But He put eternity in our hearts through Jesus Christ, and we can live forever. There's a scripture that puts it this way: He has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. And so, and so, so if we live in eternity forever, like, how is that not going to be terrible? So if, if eternity is meant to be a release from how we're existing in our, in our flesh, then eternity must be pretty great. And maybe it's personalized. Like for me, eternity would have boxed wine. It would have really good music, John Stamos, and endless grilled cheeses on a lake in a boat. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you, you make me laugh. <laughs> you have an active imagination. Uh, I'm, I'm going just, to just lift your eyes a little higher in my own. The Bible tells us that Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And if you would take your Bible and you would study it, of what heaven really is, the total absence of evil, only righteousness and goodness, the rest and beauty, uh, but primarily the greatest beauty of heaven is to be in the presence of God where there is no sin, nothing bad. How can people not sin in heaven? Praise. How how can. how can the issue the issue by then is fixed? It's over. It's finished. We no longer live in bodies of flesh, fallen nature. We're given a new body. We what does that be, look we like? Will be, we will be given a new body. I'll leave that up to him. Like a Kardashian. I, sure I don't want to have like a big old Shall Kardashian. I, say, I sure. I'll put it this way. I sure hope it's better than the one I have now. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't seen, whatever I am. I bet I you're adorable. Uh, well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about very serious eternal issues. No, we you are. And I cannot uh, cannot avoid what is ahead. So you're telling me whatever we have no our, way of knowing what eternity will look like until we get there. Well, I am. Yes, I'm going to tell you. The Bible t talk. Uh, I just talked about heaven. It talks about. It does talk in, in Revelation about streets of gold and all of that. But I think the greatest beauty of heaven will be to be in the presence of God and Jesus Christ. To be in the presence of God with the absence of evil. There is another eternity of the soul, and that is perdition. That is What's hell. perdition? Hell? Hell. That is the place, that, listen me out, that God has prepared for the devil and his angels he did not design it for man, but for those who refuse him and follow the devil. And his dictates are what he suggests to your life. He says, death and hell shall be cast in the lake that burneth with fire and brimstone. There is a, there is a parable in the New Testament where it talks, you've probably read it. I think you're a person that understands some scripture. I understand it. 
that you probably read the Bible so, quite a bit. And of the rich man and Lazarus. Definitely haven't read the Bible, y'all. Let's just be clear. Where things are fixed. Now, there's a lot of things I, we can draw from that. The rich man did not ask to be because he realized he couldn't. He was told by Lazarus, who was the poor man that was in Abraham's bosom or was in heaven. That sounds like an expensive name, Lazarus. He was told, he said, you can, we cannot pass Strike one to the other. But they were able to converse. That much we know. But things were fixed. And this man, being in, in hell, lifted up his eyes, and he had one request from Lazarus. He said, Lazarus, would you dip your finger in a cup of water? I thought he was going to say dick, y'all. on the tip of my tongue to cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. It is an awful the truth. The tip of it's what? It's a hard truth, but it's a Bible truth. And we may reject it. We may say that sounds gruesome and brutal, but we must understand the holiness of God and the justice of God. And the fact that he has made a perfect way to escape that through Jesus Christ. So by rejecting Jesus Christ, we, in a sense, do choose that destiny. We, we choose the path to walk. Now, here's but, a question. Do you think there's a possibility you get up to... I just want to finish. If okay. I may. Okay. Come unto me, all you that labor and are Howard laden, is living and his I best will life. Give you rest. And he also says, uh, he says, I love how he keeps saying he says. Is he adorable, you guys? I can't even make fun of him. I kind of love Howard and his body dysmorphia. Your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And he is not willing, he says, that any should perish, but that all should come to the knowledge of the truth. 20 bucks says he's reading this straight from the Bible. Or, do you guys think you memorized it? Before you ask your next question, which I do want to hear. Still with me? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, okay. You know John 3.16, don't you? That's a very popular one. John? Okay. For God so loved the world, that I don't know your name, but I'll put Susie in there. Jesse. For God so loved... Pardon? Jesse. Kathy, okay, thank you. For God so loved the world, Hi guys. So I'll say Kathy. <laughs> and if you were the only person that ever lived, I believe that God would have done what he did through Jesus Christ to the satisfaction of his holy justice and his holy character of mercy and peace and grace and justice and judgment to save you from your sin. He would have done that alone for you. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world Y'all, I'm reading it off the internet, just like Howard. That's for you and that's for me. So he gives us a choice. He, he does give a us choice. a choice. He gives a choice. And you're a moral creature, and, and I uh, already have discerned that you're an intelligent person. I'm very so smart, you? Howard. Okay, I, I believed. And this I is the condem believe. condemnation. How do you say that word? Condemnation. Yes, that's right. I love this. And this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. What? That's right. Are you a Christian? I think you are. I, I was definitely raised a Christian, yes. How did you know? I can tell you are, have at least have been exposed to the scriptures, to the issues of right and wrong, the issues that I'm talking about, and you can relate to them. So I know you have been exposed to that. You were probably raised in a Christian home, and I assumed you are a Christian. I was definitely raised in a Christian home. My, po both, my father was Catholic, but my mother was Christian. Okay. Now, you I, your for father is Catholic. My, my father wasn't a practicing Catholic, but my mother was a practicing Christian. We went to a, a Gethsemane. Okay. What about Gethsemane? I went to Gethsemane, and the, I used to love going because they would give us candies. That's how they got us in there. <laughs> anyway, um, 
maybe you have more questions. I'm going to give you our website. It's gospelbillboards.org. Shameless plug, y'all. Can you remember Got that? it. Yep, gospelbillboards.org. My name, is How- my name is Howard. My extension number is 362. 362. Yep. You've been delightful, Howard. Can I ask you one last question before I, I let you go for the evening? You sure can. You can ask me six more questions. It's a personal question, and you don't have to tell me, but I'm curious because it's on the subject of what we're talking about. What does your eternity look like? I told you what my eternity looks like. What does yours look like? My eternity? Yeah. Okay, now this may sound... I'm not judging. Okay, just, just this may sound mystical to you in a sense. It may sound how it does shrooms, y'all. But I'm going to say what my eternity, what I anticipate and desire for my eternity. Okay. The absence of temptation, the absence of all that comes with the fall, pain, death, suffering, grief, sorrow, all of those things that life brings. The absence of the presence of evil, and above all, to be in the presence of my Lord Jesus Christ. I am a sinner saved by grace. Everything that I am and have, I owe to my Lord. Who oh shit, y'all! Christ. Howard done some shit. And uh, I've lived. I lived. A, I have lived a good bit of life. I have known what sorrow. Studio can be, 54. And I have known what joy can be, but I anticipate an eternity in the heavenlies with my heavenly father because of Jesus Christ. And it may have streets of gold. It speaks of the, the 12 fruit, it speaks of, of the fruit of the trees and all of those things. I think that the greatest beauty of heaven will be the spiritual reality of, of, of light beyond what we can comprehend. Can y'all hear me drinking? But I'm going to just add this. But... The realization of deliverance from what I could have experienced in hell. In perdition. Uh, uh, Yeah, in perdition, whatever you want to call it. And we can't change. You or I can't change our discussion here, these realities. Now, some people have asked me, they say, what if you're wrong? Well, I'm just going to say I don't have much to lose if I am anything to lose. I have lived a good life. To live the life in Christ, or according to, to the, the scripture, a follower of Christ, to live a, a It sounds like a Howard's been to a few raves. He's a little, you know, insecure and, and worried about... ...that moral sin brings to you. It's blessed. It, it's good. It's great. Because I... Okay, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. Just, just recently. I've Here we go, y'all. Who had fame, fortune, and everything the heart could wish. What was his name? I'm not, I can't say it. I won't. He's famous? But I, vis- I, I visited him. Geraldo, Geraldo Rivera. And he got into drink. Oh, he boy. Got into a bad habit. Hey, y'all. And I'm, I'm sauced up on the vino. the road in the middle of life. And I'm here to tell you, it's an awful picture. So to be delivered from that in this life is really wonderful. Is this an intervention by God for me? But, okay, as I said, if, I, if, if what I'm telling you, which is according to the scriptures, the Bible, that I believe is holy truth, is if I am wrong, I don't have much to lose. You don't have much to lose. But if, I, but if what I'm telling you and what the Bible tells us is right, and those who oppose it and reject it are wrong. Just imagine. Because hell is a terrible place. And I'm not saying this to cause fear. I'm just, I have to be honest with truth. And you're a young person. You've got your life ahead of you. Don't I'm follow I'm so path. young, it's Howard. Of this young man that I saw who was at the end of the road. Hell is the 405 die. at 4 p.m., I FYI. I can't take this anymore. I can't quit. I, I won't go on. It was a horrible scene. I tried to help him find himself. That's he sad. It is terrible, and any of us can be a victim of that. Okay, the absence of that and all that we see in that or could experience ourselves will be wonderful. 
the absence of temptation will, will be great. Yeah. I think so, too. That's my eternity. The, the rest I leave to God. If he's prepared it, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be magnificent. Awesome. I think so, too. And you... You won't judge me for wanting to be in a boat with John Stamos and grilled cheeses, because if you think about it, Streets of Gold could be no, grilled cheeses. No, I won't judge you. I'll <laughs> leave that to you. I hope you get it all. But I tell you, I want to tell you one thing, Kathy. I hope I meet you there. You know what? I think I'll meet you there as well, Howard. Okay. Uh, my The reason I do this, and I do it for nothing, I don't get paid, the reason I do this is to give the message of hope to everybody, but especially to young people. You face a generation that has things set in front Kardashian of them. Kardashian like generation, y'all. Like I didn't when I was young. Temptation was always there. The flesh was always there. Sin was always there. Sinners How and the devil. How we're talking yeah, about okay. flesh. But what you face in today's world is many, many times greater through the media, through the internet, through pornography, through all that is in the world, what? through the seduction up in my of false search history, and the pursuit of fleshly indulgence, can you stop saying flesh? The, the lack of morality. My heart goes out to this generation, and to you as a young person, and I will pray for you. Thank you, Howard. I appreciate that, and I think we should both pray for the Kardashians and all the damnation they're doing to our young girls. Others. Yes. Well, well, this has been uh, delightful, have, Howard. Well, you haven't told me yet if you're a Christian. I'll leave it with you. Would you be offended if I prayed with you? Not at all, Howard. I, I would not be offended. Okay. Why don't we pray? Okay. Heavenly Father, we come into thy presence this evening's hour. And I'm delighted at this conversation. You've heard it all. You are listening. The Lord Jesus Christ is oh, interpreting the things he's that heard it all. according to how he understands humanity, having been a man in the flesh himself. He stands at thy right Wait, hand. God was a dude, y'all? bring to you Kathy and her life and her future and her soul. Lord, we pray that you would bless her in her search for truth, in her walk of faith. I love Howard, y'all. If her faith is shaken by the things that are faced in this generation, that it My faith is shaken by this conversation. Drive her to the truth. Lead, should I say, lead her to the truth. Yeah, lead me, Howard. I don't have a fucking As car. she studies the scriptures, open them to her. Bless her life abundantly and give her peace and give her rest. May that hope that is in her heart grow and blossom into something beautiful until finally one day she'll be in, she'll be in an eternity with thee, whatever that eternity means to her, and far beyond it. For we ask it in Jesus' name with thanksgiving. Amen. Howard, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. Kathy, that's my hope for you. Okay? Thank you so much, and I return oh. that to you tenfold. Okay, I just want to tell you, don't throw your life away. Just don't do it. There is hope out there. Do you have a Bible? Is he in my room? I do. Okay, read it. You go to the, you've read it. I think you understand. But you go to the book of Matthew to find out who Jesus really was. You know. Go to the book of John to see what he came to do for you. I know there's wine. I know there's bread. Read the epistles. Read the gospels. The life of Christ. Read the Sermon on the Mount. That is the marching orders for the Christian. That is anything that you say that you see in the life of a supposed Christian, a person who calls themselves Christian, if it does not stack up with the sermon For the record, the mouth, I didn't call myself Christian, y'all. I'm open. That is our standard for life. Well, standard. I appreciate that, Howard. And you have been as uh, just... An eye-opening and ear-opening conversationalist. You're 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 magical with words. Well, it, I just want to say, I have. This sounds. This sounds. Uh, I'm not. I'm Howard not wants to take me out, y'all. Promoting myself. All I'm saying is that I love the Lord. I love the truth. He's changed my life. I'm I love wine. I grace. love lamp. And I've raised the, I've raised the family. They're all married now. 
and I see what's out there, and I see the degradation that is coming into our generation because of <coughs> the the degrading of moral capital in our generation, the lack of the fear of God, and what it's bringing to humanity, to our nation. That's why these billboards are up, because. We're concerned about the, the moral direction of our country. Well, every time I see one, I make I try and remember to make a call because the billboards, the, the messages are strong. If you die today, where will you spend eternity? And I think I was lucky to have someone as articulate as you to explain some things to me. Well, I just, I speak from my heart and a little bit of knowledge, having lived a little bit of life, but like I say. Yeah, he partied. Care. And, uh, and I'm going to keep praying for you, Kathy. I will. And Call me Kathy. Study your Bible. Kathy you it, If you have any questions, or if you want any literature on the things we've talked about, we send it free. Well, I have your extension, Howard, and next time I call, I'm going to hit your extension. Okay, you bang on my door again, okay? Yeah, I will. And I'm going to be there with grilled cheeses and John Stamos. <laughs> with who? Grilled cheeses and John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, okay. Howard. God bless your evening. Rich God bless evening. your evening. And and you pray for us too, okay? I will. Yep. Bye, Howard. Y'all. I mean, whoa. Can we just can we just take a moment and absorb all of that? Wowzers. I mean, Howard was magical, wasn't he? I mean, don't you guys? I want to meet Howard so bad. <laughs> and listen, you believe what you want to believe. The fact of the matter is nobody can say the way things are one way or the other. I am not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. I am open to whatever. And honestly, if Howard were to open a church, you better believe I'd be there filling the basket tomorrow. He's a magical creature. He's so delightful. I made him laugh. <laughs> and he's got body issues. He's, I just want to hold him and make him a grilled cheese sandwich. He thinks he, he loves my eternity. Now I know where I want to spend eternity is fine. Sorry, babe. I'm, I'm going to be fine. I mean, you guys, listen, don't harass Howard. Please don't harass him. Okay? We have his extension. Do not harass Howard because I will come through and come for you. All right? I'm going to call him. We're, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to call him once in a while and get answers to our big questions. So if you have questions for Howard, send them to me, jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail.com. I will ask him for you in your honor, in your good graces, because Howard is a very special person. So don't take advantage of that. Don't you fuck this up for us. So now we know where I'm going to spend eternity, y'all. And Oprah might get in. She might not. You heard, Howard. <laughs> Guys, listen, this has been a delightful, delightful experience. I look forward to calling Howard more often. I think he's special. Come see me live. I'm going to be at the comic strip in uh, Alberta, Canada, at the West Edmonton Mall. That's going to be September 7th, 8th, and 9th. The comic strip, come see me live. I'm also going to be at the Loyola Comedy Store. My birthday weekend, September 14th, 15th, and 16th. It will not be a headlining show. It is a showcase show. It's the hilarious show. I'm hotboxing a bunch of my friend comedians. I said that weird because I was choking on my wine. Excuse me. Uh, God bless you. <laughs> a bunch of my comedians. I'm going to hotbox them in the green room. We're going to go out there and perform. It's the hilarious show. Who knows what's going to happen? It's going to be fun. I'm going to try and podcast as well. My homie Travis from the Hilarious Podcast, my dispensary partner and co-host from the Hilarious Podcast, will be there as well. Giveaways are going to be happening. Some grabs underneath your seat. Not from Louis C.K., not from some weirdo uncle. It's going to be some grab bags under some of the seats in the room. A lot of fun. We're going to have a whole bunch of fun there with a bunch of comedians. Justin Martindale, my girl Wolfie. You guys know Rachel Wolfson, Wolfie Memes. 
um, and a couple other comics that are going to come through and just blaze up and tell some jokes to you guys. That's going to be at the Loyola Comedy Store. My birthday weekend. Bring me gifts September 14th through the 16th. And I'll be in D.C. at the Comedy Loft September 22nd and 23rd. JessieMay.com for tickets. And if you would like a chance to win free tickets, email me at jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail.com. Mention this podcast and what we talked about for a chance to win free tickets to anywhere that I will be performing. Listen, ask yourself, if you die today, where will you spend eternity? the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.